you ready to start the show here? We've got to say... Uh, we're starting the show in four seconds. So, Kai, here we go. Why don't go. you cue it up there, partner? All right, here it is. We are coming to you live. <laughs> I'll tell you what you're watching. You're watching live from the junkyard. Live from the junkyard. With the rampage and the Crockett. Uh, and the Crockett. But That's right. Wh- as you know, we're locked in, we're locked down, quarantined up, we're caged, we're caged in our junkyards, and I happen to be coming to you live from my music slash horror room here in Nashville, Tennessee. Caleb, tell us where you're coming from today, brother. Right now, I'm in the office here at the shop. We got, I tried to isolate the noise as best I could, but you might yes. be hearing a couple things here in the background, okay? Hey, people still need to have their cars worked on. I still do, especially times like this. I, That's right. You got to you got to keep them going. Keep them. Keep. keep now, even in a crisis, you you don't want to lose a you know you don't want to drop a cylinder on your on your automobile. You don't want to be dropping nothing. You don't want to yeah. be denting nothing. You don't want no, You don't want them O rings are getting stuck. You don't want nothing there, guys. You got to keep keep lubed up. What 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 you happen to be working on today? Well, let me look at the list here, what the boy's working on. Um, well, we've got a Cadillac fleet. What do they got going on out there? Ah, someone's turned the TV on. Uh, I don't know what the hell's going on. Good, good Lord. We got uh, Cadillac Fleetwood Brown DL uh, Dance. One of, my, one of my favorites. That's what you're working on today? That's what we's working on. We've got the five seven in there. And that's a little bit suspension's a little higher on it. Oh. That way you got some ground clearance going around them corners, okay. I, I tell you what, I was I was up early this morning uh changing a timing belt on my neighbor's wife's girdle. She, Man. She's a big old gal and done plum wore that belt out. So, uh, them belts can't wear out, man. You no, got a tracer on it. You get a cam belt, you get a timing belt worn out on you, you're liable to throw all the timing off, and, and you're just going to blow the whole whole daggum engine. i tell you, you'd be walking to the buffet, and your left foot and your right ain't going to be synced up, and before you know it, your head's going to be head first. That's right. In the French dressing, okay? You don't want that. <laughs> no, I'd rather be that. in the blue chaise dressing, if you know what I mean. I tell you what, Junkie. whoa, hey, just hey. Drink it, man, I tell you. That's right. But uh, so for, for all you uh, viewers that don't know, uh, live from the junkyard, we're here to talk about cars, preferably in the years of 1980 to 1989. That's best years ever. We will. We, we will talk about some stuff older than that, some stuff newer than that, but Preferably in those years when a car used to be about 35 foot long. That's our uh, preference right there is the longer ones, okay? That's right. Plenty of room in the trunk to bring you whatever you need. You we need. talk about cars. We talk about McDonald's Big Macs. We talk about Jim Varney, otherwise known as Ernest, Ernest Payworth. The Godfather. That's right. That's right. We, we hear it. The junkyard really appreciate what 
Jim Varney done for the uh, world of comedy, okay? I had to take off them shades there so I could see a little bit better. It's hard. It is awful hard. But I now, it's nice to see your face, okay? What nice to see it. We don't have as many tuners on here today, I guess, because everybody's watching a live stream of a Journey concert or something. They're probably live. Uh, well, right now, you know, it's gonna, it might take us a couple times to kind of build up. That's all. Know, that's all right. Now, it might take a couple. Last last episode, we were talking a trade between a. I do believe it was nineteen eighty seven. Uh, a Dodge something or other. He was wanting to trade for a ninety two Camara, and uh, that's just that's just outside of the box trading, if you ask me. Now, yeah, you can't be trading nothing like that, okay? Now, if you want a, if you want an actual automobile, right there, that's a good one, right there. I tell you what, man. I, just, I tell you what, I got a mint condition set of those hubcaps hanging out at the shop. That's a nineteen eighty seven Crown Vic, and those are rare. Them the right kind of Crown Vicks to drive, you know what I mean, man? You don't want none of these rounded corners. No, man. I like it. Like I said before, I like to get in the corner and the whole body just rolls a little bit and the hubcap will come popping off and just out. it'll just run down the road. It'll pop right off on you if you're not careful, okay? I will tell you a funny story. It's a you know, wild, wild story. I was uh, a few years back, I had me a... Uh, a big old lifted up Dodge Ram. And I'm a driving my Dodge Ram down the bypass in Marion, Indiana. And I thought I blew out the rear driver's side car until, until I looked out of the side window and my whole wheel passed me. Oh my goodness. Right. Cut over into the other side lane. I done, I blew off every, every stud, but one. Man. And it just slammed the rear end down on the old brake drum, and I had to cruise her on in and get her get her jacked up and put the tire and wheel on there, just one lug nut, get her down to the old tire barn warehouse. They took care of you for They you. took care of me. They, they had to throw some new uh, wheel studs in there. I could have done it myself, but didn't have my junkyard at that time. Well, it could have been, you know, they're pretty good boys down there, okay? They're going to help you out when you, got to, when you go to them. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, we I, we see old Knight Bennett here. Knight Bennett, anybody right. anybody on here got any uh get any got any car crash car questions? We'll take your car questions. Any, any car questions. questions? If you got a if you got an inquiry about a part that we might be able to find in the junkyards, we got two junkyards. We got a good inventory of parts. Uh, something. Something you might want to find is a is a you know a part of a tar, a part of a ball joint. Uh, so if you need a if you need any parts, we got and stakes of them here in the back. Okay? That's right. If if you got a question about a car part, if you got a question about maybe needing something trade, I know Corey Miles, uh, uh, Corey Miller, he is looking for. I don't think I got one at the shop. He's looking for a, uh, he's got him a crew cab 2014 Chevy Silverado, and it's got the back uh, driver's side door. The glass has been busted out of it. I don't have one of those lying around here. 
Man, we had all kinds of glass that busted out here down the street. We got them people just going through there and just trying to get chined, man. They just bust them all out. So we uh, can't so, them lightly. So you don't have any of those lying around there? I I used Thanks. to just I used to throw rocks at the glass windows just for fun. Well, you know, we've done that a couple times, but we try not to anymore, okay? Uh, I mean, you know, it's not good to be doing that sort of thing. That's like arson only for glass, okay? You know, you're just, it's a rock instead of far. Eric Fox wants to know if uh, AMC Pacer four-wheel drive. Now, four -wheel I do drive. know, I don't know if the AMC Pacer... I don't think they made that in a four-wheel drive, but they did. AMC used to make a vehicle called the Eagle. Now, let me let me pull up in my parts catalog here. And of course, see. we all know that lighter, they called, they changed the name of it to the whole company, the Eagle, once Chrysler took That's it. That's right. Let me, let me see if I can find one of those here in my parts catalog. AMC Eagle. Okay, Corey, looks like, Nate, okay, if it's, if it's coming to cardboard or at top, I'd say you're better off with the tarp because that's going to block out a little bit more of the weather, okay? Cardboard, you know, you leave that out there, rains one night, you got all kinds of mold on the top of your 1969 Buick electric convertible. Next thing you know, you're a coughing and a huffing and a puffing. You can't go outside because everybody thinks you got the COVID nineteen. Okay, that's right. All right. So that's right. Now, I used to have cars with t tops in them, and every, them t tops they leak. So you just had to lay tarps down because the tarps get on your cloth interior. No, Corey. No, not no, the tarps. No, no, no. Did you not yeah, listen no, to what he said? doing that, mine. Come on, mine. Now, now here we go, Eric. Right there. AMC Eagle four-wheel drive. That's a nice automobile. That's there, a 1983, and that's a rare car. It that's, is. That is a rare car. I'll tell you. You know, you kind of got the best of both worlds. You got your little bit of a sporty automobile, and if you get yourself uh, caught into a pickle where you happen to be in some snow or some uh, uh, mud, this thing going to get you out of there. It's going to get you to the grocery store, I'll tell you that. It'll take you right down there to the grace, man, I'll tell you. it get you the art. it get you the bear. They all fit in the back, man, I'll tell you. All them groceries going to fit. Ain't no problem. It looks like it's a little car, but it's big when you it, open it up. It's big on the inside, I'll tell you. I got, a job. I got a job coming in tomorrow. A guy needs me to change a, change a set of heads. And I, I couldn't believe he had this car, but it was a uh, well, 19, 1983 um Pontiac uh, LeSabre, and I didn't even know they made Pontiac. I thought those were Pontiac. all Buick. LeSabre, I ain't never heard of that. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. I've some kind of badge engineering gone wrong. They just forgot to slap the wrong badge on their side. I will take a look at your undercarriage, uh, see if we might, uh, you know. How, how do you clean a melted possum carcass off a radiator? <laughs> now, that sounds like something... That sounds like a pretty personal, uh, you know, something you've gone through personally. Okay. Right. Now, the first thing you got to do is go get a shovel. Okay. Now, get one that's got your little extra longer handle on it. Okay. Leverage. You're going to have to get you some leverage. Okay? That's right. You're going to have to shove that thing down on there. 
and then you're going to have to start a shoving it, okay? And you might even have to add a pipe to the end of it to make the make the handle twice as long, okay? All right, so that's my suggestion. Back to you there, guys. You know what my suggestion is? After, after you've scraped that possum carcass off there, is you make sure your charcoals on your grill are nice and hot, and you just lay that lay that down on there, and boy, you got yourself some good old eating for a few days. I'll tell you what, man. Grandpa used to make that sticker in stew, and just oh. gotta make sure you cook it all the way through. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, uh, it, it is. It's it's just make sure you get the hair off of it first. It, being that it's on the radiator. Uh, Antifreeze is kind of sweet tasting, so it's kind of a it's kind of a marinade on there, you know. All the first, it's all right. Could have just exploded. I prefer a Prestone antifreeze myself. Uh, you want to you want to take a phone call there, Kyla? <laughs> want to take us a phone call? Yeah, we did have a couple. We had a couple people uh, called in, left us a couple messages uh, since our first broadcast last week. Uh, I was surprised uh, that they found our telephone number because it's unlisted, you know, <laughs> for certain purposes. Okay? Crazy, crazy times, my friend. Yeah, like, crazy times. I'll tell you what, you know, it's like the IRS, you know, I don't take no check, you know. So anyway, they found our phone number. Let's see here. I hear that. Is that a fire engine? Yeah. Yeah, we got fire department right down here. It's it's uh, yeah yeah. So we be we hearing them all day. Okay? Hey, Kurt Ozon. Hey, buddy. This is a this is a show about junkyards, cars. Uh, yeah, I kind of I have been watching that show about this tiger fella, and uh, it inspired me a little bit to uh, you know. I don't think I'm gonna be marrying any dudes or anything. Not that there's anything wrong with that. You don't want to be doing none of that. You know. I, well, here's here's a caller. From we got us a caller here at the junkyard. Let's let's see what he's got to say. Let's see. All right, give me just a second here. I got to pull up that audio. All right. Hello, this is Ernest Melcher. I got a 1987 King 5 Fly shirt. I was just wondering if you guys could rotate the tars and balance the board. Because I got a long trip coming up. I got to drive across town to church. I'm doing a spatial. Okay, Vernon. Uh, one thing that I wish Vernon would have done was tell us a tire size. I don't know if he's got a lift on there with an extra large tire. Well, that's if a pretty crucial. That's that is a pretty crucial part. We don't know what make model she is. That is crucial because my balancers. I can only balance a stock size rim two seventy five, forty five, uh, fifteen. Uh, only a fifteen inch rim. Just hammer them old wheel whites on there. Uh, what about you? How's how you got there at you, out at your shop? Well, see, mostly I got my boys doing that kind of work since I don't know a lot of the details on the tire balancing. Most of what I'm doing is just, you know, telling them to quit smoking and get back to work. But I tell you what we done, 
usually we just cut a couple corners and we just rotate them anyway. We don't really duck. We don't balance them. Don't balance them. Just we that way they just bounce, bounce around. Get on the highway. Get you a little wobble. Yeah, what, what, I like to call that job security because then they come back. They come, they're coming right back to you. That's just why wore out, worn all, worn all the bushings out of the front end. Got wear them clear out, but yeah, we just we just say we balance them and we don't. We just they're just you know we're just we're just swapping them tars. That's right. Okay, Brendan. Brendan says his muffler is stuffed up. Uh, huh. Well, huh? I think you got to hit the gas hard a couple times there. That blow her right out. I'll it tell you what on I, how big of a clog you got. I, I'll tell you. I I used to have a 1987 Camara Z28, and the catalytic converter plugged up on me, and I I hit her with a a mallet to like bust it all up in there, and uh, it didn't do anything. So I just I just uh cut the catalytic converter off, just welded me a piece of pipe in there, no emissions. No emissions. That's okay. It didn't, it didn't plug it up anymore, but I'll tell you what, I did I did burn the transmission out of her. Oh my man, man it I would I would drive it and like one gear went out, so I'd just put her in another gear and drive it until that gear burn up and I'd put her in the, all the way down into low and I'd just drive that thing into low gear. That's a true story. I had the same thing similar. You're welcome, happened, Brendan. Similar thing happened to me. I had a nineteen ninety four Dodge Dakota four by four SLT with a five point two V eight Magnum. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. One day I was driving home and noticed it wasn't quite shifting the gears no more. Okay, it was just, uh, I tell you, it was stuck in second gear for the next four years. And I continued <laughs> to drive it like that. You go about 70 down the highway and RPMs are going just way up. Way up there, about 5K. About five, yeah. We, we've yeah. got one of our sponsors here, Ray's Rowdy Sarah. She thinks she's a sprouting a leak uh, down in her undercarriage. Um, what kind of leak is she talking about specifically? Cause yeah, can, you, like can you get a little more specific it, for your leak in your undercarriage? Because I'm, I'm thinking you just, you just, sump, just cram something up in there and plug her up, but... It's got to crawl underneath there. Now, if there ain't enough room, you're going to have to go to somebody that's got a little stand, okay? And you've got some, you know, if you know somebody that's got the ones like they use in the NASCAR. Oh, you them pump jacks there. Two pumps, the whole thing's in the air practically, okay? Now, if you get one in little cheap jobbies, it's going to take you about 20 minutes just to get the car about four inches off the ground, okay? So find a friend that's got him a big one. My advice, though, it's, it, and it depends on how big the leak, I would just probably, I would go get me some of that flex seal tight and just slap her up on the bottom, just slap her on the bottom there, and that'll, uh, I, I think that'll take care of it. I ought to plug her up there at least temporarily until Tem you can get her someplace or someone can get you really a fixed. That's right. That's right. right. I do have a radiator shop. I mentioned that last time. A radiator shop, best place in town to take a like at uh, at my radiator shop. That's that's your motto there. It's a good one. Okay, you know, forget that. But I'll tell you what, you wouldn't believe how many people 
just come right up into the front there and just pull down their pants and take a leak. Right there in the radiator. Man, I ain't right. The whole thing's corroding the whole way through, man. I'll tell you, I was on a cross-country drive one time, and uh, I was in a, uh, it was a, I was driving a newer car. It was like a 2000 uh, Cavalier or something. Just just because I needed the gas mileage, and I was going across country, and uh, I, I blew a blew a blew a hose uh, off there, and it was a lichen, and I didn't, I was out in the middle of nowhere. I had no place. I peed in the radiator. It kept it cool for another hundred mile. Well, whatever works, man. I'll tell you. Because I, I was drinking PBRs, I had about fifteen empty empty cans in the back, so I had to go real bad. I filled that radiator with pee, and it was. Hey, man, it got me there. That'll get you home. That'll get you home, which is long enough to get you a new radiator, new everything else, plus your system out, whatever you got to do. It'll get you going, okay? A good plug-in. Yeah, you're going to have to. You're going to have to find, uh, I mean, you're going to have to find you a good old junkyard with a a feller that ain't got a mullet, uh, I suppose. Someone that actually knows what they're doing. Yes. Someone that's a little more reputable. We're just here to kind of explain uh, you know, what you're Ooh. not supposed to do. Best album to listen to while driving a 91 Dodge Neon. Now, is it, is it a Neon? Uh, is it one of the sport models with a turbo SRT? Or is it a, just a plain stock Neon? That's the question. Well, I'll tell you. It also depends on where you're going, too, because that's going to have a, a little bit of a effect on it but you know there's this song by slaughter called i want to spend my life with you whoa yeah 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 now that one right there is a good one now, i'd say if, if that thing's got a tight plier in there you can pop that right in don't even need no noise reduction because you're going to be driving so fast that's right you're going to hear no tight pitch okay uh, he's going to hear no, no turbo no base model Three cylinders. Okay. Now, is that because the fourth one quit on you? I, I think it is. It probably needs a new new set of rings. Yeah, well, if sometimes them rings kind of go uh, get you, stuck on you. You drop the cylinder out, and I'm telling you what, you're going to lose You're going to lose about 30 horsepower on that Neon, and I think that thing's only registered about 110 anyway. You lose 30, 30 horsepower, that ain't good, and you're going to lose gas mileage. So... All of a sudden, you're pushing her uphill, man. You gotta get up a hill. You're gonna have to bring a buddy with you to get out and push. So, I think you got. I think you got bigger, bigger concerns of what you're listening to. And I mean, instead, I think you need to be concerned about that motor. And I do have four of those blocks uh, sitting out there in the yard. I the other thing we could do, we could trade her in. We okay. do. Both of us got a used car lot here adjacent. To our yards, okay. That's right. So I'm going to just list off a couple of cars we got here, okay. Let me just look. All right, we got a Plymouth Grand Voyager, okay, Ooh. 1996. Ooh. All right, now that's the redesign. That's when they started getting all aerodynamic, okay. It's purple. All right. We also got a 1985 Plymouth Grand Fury. Now it is. Love Not them. as good as I used to be, but it's still rear drive, and it's kind of like what all them police cars are driving back then. So that's Love a nice, solid car, all right? Front-wheel drive ain't got a place 
in my life. We ain't got no time for no front wheel drive. No. We ain't got no time for no. V6. We ain't got no time for fuel injection. Not at all. The other thing I got here is a 1978 Chevy CK Custom Deluxe. All Ooh. right. Now, the color is brownish rust colored. So it obscures all the paint problems that G Motors was having that year. And so you can get in there and drive it. But when the bed fills up with water, it just leaks right on out to the side where the holes are. So you don't got to worry about nothing. So y'all just consider trading in. We we trade you straight up. I don't recommend cherry bombing that at all. I recommend you change that motor. I mean, if you cherry bomb it, you're going to bomb the whole engine. Yeah, you're dropping every cylinder. That cherry bomb, basically, what that cherry bomb going to do? It's going to let them exhaust gases out of the combustion chamber a lot quicker. And if you've dropped the cylinder and you try to get the rest of it out of there, you're going to plumb blow it all up. And you don't want that. Well, it won't blow nothing up for you. You don't want it. that at all. You'd be driving down the highway and you're going to start hearing a rod knocking. And I'll tell you what, that rod, it'll come straight out of the hood and you're going to have oil all over the place, oil all over the road. And that ain't good for nobody. I good. It's uh, absolutely right there, Jason. We have one of our boys at our shop up here. He did, he done adjusted the carburetor the wrong way, and then next thing you know, this a couple was driving in their 1982 <laughs> Oldsmobile 98. Okay, next thing you know, whole engine just a flyman. Okay, just start just just ignite because they had the mixture all wrong. So next thing you know, that thing burnt down to the ground, man. So, you know, it's, you got to be careful with what you're doing and who you go to. Now, that person has since been reprimanded at the shop, okay, but then we ended up giving him a raise anyway because the customer had to come back and buy a car. So it ended up benefiting us mostly in the end. But we still, luckily, no one died. No one had no burns or yes. nothing. They got yes. out just in time because they didn't wear the seatbelts. We had the seatbelts removed from that automobile. Well, who needs safety? I want a steering wheel that's about the size of a 1987 Kenworth. I don't want one of these little steering wheels. I want one of them big old steering wheels. Got the bumpy grips on there. And no, I do not think you should put a lift kit on a 1989 Ford Festiva. I, front-wheel right. drive. Front-wheel right. drive has no no use in my life. It has no use for a lift kit at all. Only time front-wheel drive is okay is if you flip the car around, put the steering wheel column in the other end of the car, and turn it back into a That's right. Drive, okay? That's right. You drive it in reverse. Only time. And I, I don't like any of them little cars. I used to have a 1988 Pontiac Fiera. Got the engine back in the rear. No. Not not going to have that rear engine. Those things caught fire all the time. It was just like a Chevy Corvair. They caught fire. I ain't got no don't, time for that. Don't even put a turbo no on there. It, it's a Festiva. You just, you don't want that. We don't want that at all. I'll tell we you. will take a moment of silence for your cylinder that's not firing. Let's take a moment of silence for that. All right, let's take another phone call. Why All right. Now this this next caller here is says his name is George Johnston. George. This is George Johnston, and I got a Lincoln Continental Mark Five. 
here, George, we do have some buffered compound, and we do have a buffer, electronic, in fact. So you can bring her on in here. We can take care of that for you. Now, the problem is you're going to have to leave the car here about a week, all right, depending on how long the scratch is. If it's any, if it's, if it's, if it's about four to six inches, you're going to have to leave the car here a week, and uh, the charge is going to be approximately $4,500. But we can get that fixed for you, no problem. I'll tell you, the the way I'd fix that myself is uh, I'd take – he'd bring it in. And that's a rare car because a four-door hard top, that's a big old roof line with, to not have a support pillar in there. Uh, so that's a pretty rare car. Get a lot, lot of body flex there in the center. But the way I would fix that is – He'd bring it in. I'd I'd take my sledgehammer and just wallop it into the side of the door there, so it makes a big old dent that he's got to fix. And uh, I'd use I'd take I'd just take an angle angle grinder with about a twelve hundred grit sandpiper, just grind it down to the metal, and then I'd slap about four inches of bondo in there. Uh, yeah. Just smash her in there and just kind of put my initials in it like you do the concrete uh, when you put a new driveway in. And then I just slap some paint over it, probably just rattle can, Krylon. Just shake it a couple times, just go ahead yeah. and fry it. Well, you, gotta, you know, you got to just rattle it up and hear them balls are rattling down in there. I just slap it on there. I don't, it, all I got, uh, I got like three cans of a brown spray paint, so I don't know what color his car is. But that's what he's getting. Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Hopefully. a wallop will fix a leak. It might. Well, sure could. It 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 very well could. I, I, stranger things have uh, happened. They uh, definitely have. We've had some strange things happen around our shop, Jason. I'll tell you what, man. We're you just, get them cameras put in yet? What's that? You get them security cameras put in there yet? We ain't got no cameras yet, but we're, they're on order. Huh? We got we, everything's kind of backed up right now as far as shipping is concerned. Yeah, that's going to make everything just take a little bit longer anyway. So, uh, I'm glad I've got some uh, old shop towels that I use to check oil with because I've done run out of toilet paper here, and uh, that's all I got. Some of them old shop towels—they got oil all over them. But I mean, you, you can't tell if they're used. Yeah, you or can't not. tell. Yeah, you can't tell. I'm a, I'm a wiping my rear end. Uh, I'm a I'm a wiping my differential out if you know what I'm saying. My rear end differential there. Well, uh, it's kind of like your EGR, you know. You're That's right. Really circulating it. That's right. It's got a <laughs> got a three seventy three gear ratio back there. That's right. So you, you can't tell. It's all right. Just using you know it's called recycling. Yeah, just recycle it, mine. That's going to work just fine. Okay. Best, well, watch this here. Best bus to go on tour in. 1,796 miles. Three okay. Three Dustin, three. you want to take this one? I don't know too much about buses other let than me, uh, I had to take let, Thanksgiving last year. Let me, check, let me check my parts catalog here real quick. Uh, 
I know that the Rolling Stones used to go around. They had a uh, what did they have? They had a they had a Volvo. Uh, uh, I think or was it a Volvo there, Jason? I can't remember. I think maybe. Well, we could you know we got the internet now. We could look that up, couldn't we? That's right. I'm checking. I'm checking my parts catalog here for the catalog. All right. Yeah, you got that. What's what's going to work in his budget here? Uh, it's got to be flashy too. He says so. uh, Flash too. I'm telling you what. I found the perfect tour vehicle to go 1,700 miles. It's a, it's not a bus, but I'm telling you what, right there. Uh, oh, my goodness gracious. No, that's, that's right. What that's you're there. looking at What's right there, price? you're looking at yourself about a 1986 Buick oh, yeah, station wagon. Been put on a Chevy four-wheel drive chassis, so therefore, therefore you're lifted. You're getting through all the elements because you don't know where you're going. You don't know what time of the year you're going. You don't know what you're going to get yourself into. You could get yourself in a whole world of mess, and that right there is going to get you out of it. Got plenty of room for all your gear in the back. Got plenty of room for the band members. And you know, like you can there's even room in the back. There's even room in the back for a slop jar, and you can just dump that right out while you're driving because uh, you're going to be high enough off the road that it's not going to ricochet back and splatter on you. Should I trade my boyfriend in for a 1969 Chevelle? Yes, I that ain't even a question. I would trade in. I don't even have a boyfriend, but I would get a boyfriend. Just to trade him in on a 1969 Chevelle, I'll tell you that right now. I'd like to know who's going to be giving you that kind of deal because that's one hell of a deal. I don't know. <laughs> if, if, that's, if that's what's going on nowadays and age, I'm going to go find myself a man right now real quick just so I can trade him in on a, on a Chevelle. Absolutely. I would have stipulations though. It'd have to be a it'd have to be a super sport Chevelle. It'd have to have a 396 big block in her. It'd have to have a Muncie uh M22 rock crusher transmission right. slamming the gears with a chrome Hirsch shifter with a white ball that has the four speed emblem on the top. That's right. That's right. That ain't That's too right. much to ask for, is it? I, I mean, tell you. And ain't nothing like actually being from Munch, Munchie area. That's see, right. See them getting built all them years. You know, that is, that nice. is right. Do it no more. I tell you. I tell you what. I tell you what. I did. I picked me up a new shop truck the other day. I got me a nineteen. It's a it's a nineteen seventy six Ford F one fifty long bed white. Okay. It says it says a snipes on the side of it. There snipes snipes. <laughs> so, Jason, I've seen. I've, I think I've seen that for some some place. Yeah, you know, it's, a person, it's a person we ain't brought up yet in this episode. <laughs> That's right. We'd like to just say this for a second. We got uh, we got the Snipe truck there, which did make an appearance in uh, Ernest Sive's Christmas. Okay, we got my pulling right in. We got my cousin joined in here. His name is David. Well, look at that. Double D seventy. Now, David is a great mechanic, and I would take anything to that fella and have him work on anything. I used to take that that same nineteen eighty seven Camaro I had. Yeah. I used, to, 
I used to take it into his shop all the time because I was wearing out tires left and right on it. And I had all four of the tires on that car. I'd buy them used and not a single one of them matched. And they'd be all different sizes. It didn't matter. I'd have a, I'd have a 235, 65, 15. I'd have two, 225. 5515, 295, 7515, just just all different sizes of tires on there. I didn't care. They were black, round, and rubber. They got me down the road. I forget you down the road, man. That's all that matters, man. One time I had me some mud and tires, my, you know, kind of like for a demolition derby or something, but they were, you know, bottom used. And I put them on that, put them on that Dakota that I had, and I just going down the road with it. I could hear them things and make a noise. But hey, you know, mud nice. tars about fifteen bucks a piece, man. They, they last me about yeah. ten years. Yeah, you buy buy used about fifteen dollars. You'd have a whole set of tars on your car for ninety bucks. That's and right. Get your whole. I fix. ain't about. Yeah, I ain't about to pay them crazy prices of tars. Last set of tars I bought, I think, was twelve hundred dollars. That's right. It's about. So I ain't. A, I ain't paying twelve hundred dollars for a set of tars. And well, I, I don't know. No, if, I ain't I, got no three hundred. No. No. I got no 300. Someone's asking about a golf cart here. Is it an electric golf cart or a gas cart? Is, it, is this a Yamaha golf cart? 15 by 4 equals 90. Well, you know, we're kind of looking at the math here. We're, we, you know, we're adding tax into that. Yeah, it's all the don't, same. Yeah. Don't, don't, start, don't start trying to correct us here, you know, because we're yeah, the we, we, we are We are very educated folks around here. 15 times 4 yeah. is 80. 90. Right? Plus 10% tax equals 90. All right. Plus, I'm not going to be turning it into the government if you know what I'm saying. We ain't take no nice. check. No check. No, check. We no cards. No, no check. No cards. Cash. No credit. No, no credit. That's right. Cash. Cash. No, no. I don't know where you can get them hydraulics at uh, at all because we don't sell any of that around here. We sell uh, normal struts. It's an electric it's Honda. Honda. It's an electric Honda. Honda. Well, there's your first problem. It's electric. And your second problem, it's a Honda. Uh, that's two major problems right there. Major. That's kind of like when the Bulls traded off everybody. Okay. We just won a championship. Let's fire all of them. Fire. Now, what year was that? I think that was 85. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was 2000. Anyway, they had these really great lineup of pliers, and then they just fired all of them. And it was never had another championship since then. Well, yeah. Too bad. Too yeah. Too bad. I uh, I know we're not gonna we're not gonna keep the show as a as a long tonight. Uh, we're we're keeping our we're keeping our session here at the junkyard a little shorter tonight, and then uh, we're going to uh, we're trying to know. kind of figure out what we're doing. We're kind of trying to figure out the show. You know, maybe eventually we're going to have some real live callers call in, and you know, That's just right. go go to town. Hopefully. That's right. Week you know. week weekly conversations. Live at the junkyard. Live at the junkyard. We talk about cars. We talk about, you know, uh, my favorite band, ZZ Top. Ernest. Ernest. Ernest is there. See, I haven't wore this hat for him because it's the same color. That's right. It's also got the Plymouth. Plymouth. Caleb's a Mopar man. I'm a 
I'm a diehard uh, uh, Chevy fella myself. I've owned a lot of cars. I've owned Fords. I've owned Hondas. I've owned the Chevys. Uh, I've had a Ford. I've had a Buick. I've had a Chevy. Dodge. I've had a Ford. I've had a Dodge. I've had a Plymouth. I've had a moped. I've had. <laughs> I'll tell you what, my that was, that was, that was good. Times were times were tough back, and it was like '93. I got like four DUIs that year, uh, so I had to drive a moped around for a while. Well, that's okay. That happens after it, a while. It does. Know? It does. Well, the reason I like Mopars is because it breaks down so frequently, and so then the people bring them on in, we can take care of them. And that's right. They're their cash, you know. That's, that's right. part of why we like it, so we promote it. So, so yeah, we're probably going to bring our uh, – we're going to bring episode two of Live at the Junkyard uh, to a close here. That's right. We just like to uh, say uh, thank you all for tuning in today. That's right. We and, sure uh, appreciate it. Hope y'all tune in next week. We're gonna do this every Wednesday until the goddamn coronavirus uh, subsides, and then we're gonna keep on going. Maybe we're gonna we keep do on doing it because then the junkyard will be a thriving. So it's make sure that's right. we'll get up to ten listeners by next week. Okay? Tune in, tune in next week. If you got some questions, think of them. If you need some car parts. And we might have something you need. Make sure you, uh, you know, shoot in a phone call, leave us a message, and uh, send us a message right on here, or either one of us just send us a private message, and then just that way we can just answer whatever stuff you got there. Okay. That's right. We we appreciate y'all, and uh, we'll be seeing y'all uh, next Wednesday at six o'clock uh, Central Time. Live from the right, Have a good night. I'll let you have the final good night there, Jason. Well, we all take care. Uh, let your mullets be long in the back. And, keep them uh, cigarettes a burning. Keep them cigarettes a burning. All right. Peace out, Mike. Take care, y'all.